quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Our Lord, we pray that we would encounter you and hear your still small voice speaking to us through your word. Amen. Continue just in that attitude of prayer. It's lovely that you're with us this evening for Hungry. I'm Chris. Let me add my welcome to Mark's. A special welcome to you if you're visiting us or you're here for the first time, particularly if you're uh, a student who's just moved into the area. Welcome to Ealing. It's lovely that you're here with us. Um, Tonight's all about meeting with God and, and pushing into the presence of God, making space where we can meet with him. I want to bring us back to the first three verses of that psalm. The psalmist declares with confidence God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble and then lists some things that are going on around them therefore we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging we won't fear even in the midst of all that's going on around us God is our refuge and strength. I wonder for each of us how we um, react in times of stress, how we react when there's a crisis, how we react to what we see around us in the world in which we live. Are we like the psalmist who can say with confidence, God is our refuge and strength, our ever-present help in trouble? even when it seems like everything around us is falling apart. I wonder how many of us um, feel we, we have a confidence that God is always with us. I wonder how many of us have, a, have, have a, a sense of strength and peace in the difficult times that we face at work. The psalmist says, God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. I think the invitation this psalm gives to us is that we can become people who, like the psalmist, can say, God is our refuge and strength, regardless 
like the psalmist, we can say, therefore we will not fear, even though so much around us seems unstable. But how can we do that? What does the psalm have to tell us about how we might do that? Come to a place of confidence in God. Come to a place of assurance in God. Come to a place where we experience daily the presence of God as we grow in our relationship with him. I think what it is is that we need to listen to the psalm, to what the words that God says in this psalm. Verse 10, be still and know that I am God. Be still. You see, Jesus himself knew the importance of stillness and of solitude. You know, Mark's gospel, the first few chapters of Mark's gospel, we see time and time again Jesus ran away from the crowds, left the crowds to spend time with his heavenly father in quiet, in solitude before anyone was up. We see throughout the, the, kind of the whole of the scriptures the story of those who, who had that incredible connection with God time and time again. It was in the secret place, the quiet place where God spoke. And Mark read uh, the story of Elijah where Elijah is at the end of his rope. He's, he's seen an incredible victory in battle but that's left him shell-shocked and, and lost in confidence. And God doesn't speak to him in the noise and the busyness and the kind of violence and, and the everyday life, Elijah has to withdraw and listen for the still, small voice. And that's why God wants to speak to us this evening. Because it's in the midst of everyday life this psalm is written. It's in the midst of war and, and difficulty where neighbour is against neighbour. It's in the midst of, of, of trouble. But it's in that place that we find God. It's in the midst of everyday life that we find the presence of God. Sure, tonight we come together and make a a real point of saying, Lord, we want to seek more of your presence. But it's so that we can recognize it day by day as we go to work, to school, to college, to university, as we walk along our streets, as we spend time in the shops, whatever it might be. It's that we might know and see the presence of God in everyday life. But it's learning to be still. And listen for his voice. Listen to what the message translation says. How it translates verse 10. Step out of the traffic. Take a long loving look at me. Your high God. Above politics and above everything. Step out of the traffic. The first thing we've got to do each day. Is step out of the noise. Step out of the traffic. Step out of the busyness. Step out of just the normal daily life and be still. I don't know about you, but maybe you, like me, may find slowing down and being still not easy. But it's about turning down the noise that's in our lives. It's about uh, allowing God to minister to our thoughts and our worries. Be still, God says. Be still. It's a deliberate act of saying, I need just to make time to sit at his feet. I need to find a space and a place where I can be alone with him. I love it that there's no time limit on this. It's not be still for one hour and know that I'm God. It's just be still. Be still. 
God's saying, calm your anxious thoughts. Calm your anxious hearts. And know that I'm with you. And know that I'm for you. And know that I'm there. I think if we can learn to practice the presence of God by being still, that will transform us. That will transform our relationship with Jesus. You know, Jesus calls us to come to him, all who are heavy laden and burdened, and he'll give us rest. In effect, he's saying, come to me and be still. Again, the message says, are you worn out, burned out on religion, burned out on all the things in life that you do? Well, come to me. And I'll teach you the unforced rhythms of grace. Be still. Be still. But it's not just sitting in silence. It's, there's an activity that God is calling us to. It's to be still and know that I am God. I don't know what you have in your diary for tomorrow morning. I don't know what the day holds. I don't know what's on your mind this evening. I would probably think that for some of us we're worried we're anxious for others of us we might feel a little distant from God for others of us we just might think I don't know what today tomorrow holds but I'm fearful I think the Lord would say to us tonight be still still your anxious heart and know that I am God to know God is the second part of what I think enables us to say with confident, therefore, confidence, therefore, we will not fear. To know God is to draw close to him and to remind ourselves of who he is and what he can do. So what does the psalmist say God can do? And I want to finish just with this. So it may be that we need to learn to be still, to turn down the noise, to consciously stop but it may also be that we need to remind ourselves of who God is. Well, number one, God is our refuge and strength. Who needs strength each day? Who needs to know that God is with them? That he's their hiding place. That he is the strength we need for the day. He's also our ever-present help in trouble. Who tomorrow needs to know that God is with them? Not just in your head, but to know it, that he's there. An ever-present help in trouble. God does not rush off when the heat is turned up. He's with you tomorrow. He's with us today. How about God is at work in every part of our world? Again, we read in the news, we see the news today of, of war and violence and of meaningless death. God is at work in every area of our world. God dwells within her, within the place where uh, his presence is. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall, but he lifts his voice. The suffering of the world is not unnoticed to him. Be it our personal suffering, be it the suffering of, of others, God is at work in every part of our world. These are the things that as we're still, we need to remind ourselves that we might know that he is God. God is with us and he's for us. Verse 7 and 11. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Be assured tonight, God is with you. Be assured and be confident tonight, God is for you. 
And finally, God is exalted among the nations and in the earth. God's in control. He holds history in his hands. He holds our world in the palm of his hand. He is secure. He is the eternal one, the almighty God. Anything we can do to be still and know that he is far bigger, far greater, far beyond our comprehension is such an important thing. Tonight we step out of the traffic and make some space to listen to God. Can I encourage us tomorrow to step out of the traffic, to step out of the noise and to be still and know that God is God. And it's as we stop and as we go quiet, it's as we remind ourselves of who God is that we become more aware of his presence with us. That's the thing. That's what we need to do if we're to be able to say with the psalmist, God is our refuge and strength, our ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. What I'd love us to do just in this moment is to close our eyes, just to stay seated or kneeling, wherever we are. Some of us there's fear in our hearts, anxiety about, about things. Let's be still and know that he is God. Some of us are just hungry for more of the presence of God. We really want to draw nearer to him. That wonderful promise that as we draw near to God, God draws near to us. Be still and know that he is God. Some of us are worried that if we go still and quiet, what will come up? Just be still and know that God is with you and for you. So I'm going to pray and leave some space for us to wait and and know that God is who he says he is. So Father, in the name of Jesus, would you send your spirit and still our hearts that we might know that you are God. Offer your fear to him. Offer your anxiety, offer your doubt, offer your hunger. Be still and know that he is God. Let's wait for him.
be still. Be still. Know he is our refuge and strength. in my mind just a picture of our heart and I felt God maybe asking some of us the question how is your heart we don't get to say fine in answer to that question how is your heart if you think God needs to do a bit of work on your heart maybe you want to join me just putting your hand on your heart here just saying Lord I need more of your presence, more of your spirit at work in my heart. Maybe as we've been waiting in the quiet and being still, I wonder if some of us may have just been hearing God speak for us as a whole. Just words of encouragement, words that bring strength to others. We might not totally understand them ourselves, but they'll be encouraging, they'll be to build up and to strengthen others. If that's you, I'd love you to just be brave and, and come and speak into the microphone, share those things that God might be laying on your heart. I'm glad you said that, Chris, because I've been feeling it for a little bit. Um, I think there might be uh, someone here or a group of people here that just... um, I don't know if you know Jesus already, but, but either way, you're... You don't... You don't quite understand why, why has Jesus done this? Why, why, why did he die? And, uh, and I just think God's saying this is perfect love and I did it for you and you don't have to understand it but accept it and live in my grace and you're going to see your life changed. Thanks, George. Um, uh, before um, Chris started talking, actually, I had a picture of um, of an airbed being inflated. Um, if you've ever been camping, uh, sleeping on an airbed, it, it gets deflated after a few days because the weight kind of forcing the air out, and, and a deflated airbed isn't isn't really good for much. Um, I was just thinking, um, myself included, I think a lot of people are maybe feeling that way. Me feeling deflated, kind of a lot of 
um, pressure on, you know, the various pressures we all go through, kind of leaving you deflated. And, um, and God just kind of reminded me that um, there's him that kind of inflates us, that it's the air that's inside an airbed that's supporting those pressures and, um, and that we need to allow God to be uh, inflating us kind of every day. And, um, and then it kind of reminded me of that because I'm feeling quite, quite deflated at the moment. And um, I think that's just encouragement for quite a lot of people here to allow God to be strengthening you. And I think that builds quite a lot on what you've been saying. Thanks, Ben. Any, any others feel like God might be speaking? Um, I just felt God saying that he gives us all his grace and there's no way we can achieve this grace. It's just we have to be quiet and receive it. And also that um, we don't need to worry. To um, We just have to wait um, for the Holy Spirit to shape and to form our hearts and that it's not ourselves who will do this, but it's God and the Holy Spirit who will do it for us. And also that... Um, we will all, everyone in this room, we are all the light of the world. And this is what Jesus wants us to be, to enlighten the world. <laughs> Thanks, Antonia. Any, any others? Just to say, a very special friend of mine on Wednesday, she was at work and she was very stressed. And that exact scripture of Psalms that you read, I oh. sent her a message about that. Didn't understand it at oh. the time. But now, as you explained it to it, she needed to come out oh. and be still to look up for that. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Carrie. Um, this could be quite a generic thing, but I feel that it's for somebody specific, and um, um, hopefully you'll know who, who you are. But um, I just feel like God really wants to reveal his, his love for somebody in particular. Um, and the, the phrase that I got was that his heart was fit to burst um, with just the amount of love that he's got for you. So um, hopefully that means somebody, something to somebody. Thanks, Karen. John, Josh, can I encourage you guys to come up? I think when when we we listen to God for words that He might have for us to encourage us to build us up, it's it's a really good thing to respond. And um, I think for many of us, there's a response in worship, just to say, God, I want to say, I know who You are, that You are our refuge and strength, our ever-present help in trouble. But for others of us, we might want to respond to any of those. Uh, specific words and we do want to make space for us to to pray uh, as well as to worship to minister the grace of God into the lives of those uh, who God is speaking to this evening so my suggestion is I don't want to move people from their posture I think our posture really matters in worship 
um, and in prayer. I think it says a lot. I think our physical bodies help us to pray. But if um, you want to specifically respond to any of those particular words that people have shared tonight, or maybe the question, how's your heart? I just need to get my heart, the Lord to fill my heart, to change my heart, to deepen my love for him, deepen my relationship with him. I'd love to invite you just to come and kneel at the front here. I'll move the stand out of the way and there'll be more space just to come and kneel. And one or two of the ministry team are just going to walk around, just bless what God is doing, just speak blessing over you and pray for you. We're not going to ask you what you've come forward to respond to, but we're just going to pray because God is already at work. And we do it as we worship. As the guys here, lead us in worship, lead us in intimacy, reminding us of the truth of who God is. So during the time we worship now together, if you want to respond and come and kneel at the front and say, God, I hear you speaking to me and I want to respond, I'd love to invite you forward. As we sing, make your way to the front and just kneel. And one or two of us, we're just going to walk around, we're just going to pray God's blessing on you. Might be that you get prayed for a whole number of times. Just receive God's blessing as you're being still and knowing that he's God.